you're gay for looking at my penis. I hate the word come. Oh. Comer. Coming. All of it. You could have anything you want, but you can't do anything you want. Stretch nuts. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you for joining. Thank you for being a part of our world. Uh, If you would like to reach out to us, maybe you've been thinking about it. Maybe you've been like, hey, should I send an email? Should I send a text? We can't text, but you know, you can email. Uh, Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also leave a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. The uh, Facebook page, got some new people joining the Facebook group, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast group on Facebook. Find us there. I will clear the way for you to join. I will try not to block you. Um, And of course, iTunes. Go to iTunes, review the show there. Give us five stars. And Patreon, patreon.com slash the Baller Lifestyle. That is where you can contribute to what we do here by by means of finance. You can donate to the show, and it will be very much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, Joining me now, as always, it's at Daily Ed. How are you? Uh, Doing well. I am just kind of flipping around channels, and unfortunately the Yankees and Red Sox are still going on. It's a a real Sophie's choice, that one. But the opposite. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's where stuck, you want both the I'm kids to die. Not, as much, yeah, as much as, uh, as much as I hate the Red Sox, I, I think it's best that the Yankees go away. Um, but I noticed they're showing Billy Crystal and his Yankees hat in like the front row. Nice. Or yeah, and I saw like Spike that. Lee there. And I was just thinking, in those City Slickers movies, he's wearing a Mets cap. And if you're Billy Crystal, who was the unquestioned star, I mean, Bruno Kirby was was great and all, but like, and Daniel Stern, but like, that was a Billy Crystal movie. That was when he was hot on the on the box office. And they're like, yeah, the the part calls for you wearing a Mets hat. That would be like, that's your sort of your rival, but like, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't wear that. You wouldn't even be playing a dickish star card if you just said. I think this character is going to wear a Yankees hat. If you want him to look like a type of guy who would wear a you know baseball hat around, why why would you wear? If you're the star of the movie, why would you be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be a Mets fan. But more importantly, isn't it his production? Like he was he made that movie. He's not. He just he just didn't get a paycheck to star in it. He it was like his project. He didn't. That makes it even. I'm looking weirder. at the IMDb right now. It's a. It was written by the, the team of Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel, but it was per. That's his that, guy. Yeah, right? those are his guys, and he um he produced it. Like it's it's a Billy Crystal movie more than anything. So maybe there was. I don't. I don't think I ever saw City Slickers, 
Uh, maybe there's something germane to this. I didn't see the second one, but I, I saw the first one. Right. But maybe there's, um, maybe it's, there's something about the character that makes him, maybe he's like a bit of a schlub and like, you know, the Mets are kind of a sad guy's team. Fair, but, but you pick, you know, you pick something else. Like you wouldn't pick the rival. If you're the star, you just wouldn't like, if, if I were the star of a movie and they're like, you got to wear a Dallas Cowboys oh, yeah. hat. Well, I'm a Redskins yeah. fan, and if I'm the star, if I'm if I'm eighth on the call sheet, all right, I'm right. I'm a fucking Cowboys fan in this movie. But if you're the star, and it really, I mean, it's about it's about like a dude, like a working stiff who goes on a ranch weekend, yeah. dude ranch. Why would you wear? Just be like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm just my character is not wearing a Mets hat if I'm a Yankee fan in real life. Um, yeah, totally agree. Especially if it's because it says an un an. On the verge of turning 40. How fucking old is this guy? Whoa. <laughs> An unhappy <laughs> yuppie is roped into joining his two friends on a cattle drive in the Southwest. Uh, so I get it. He's from Manhattan. Isn't art? I mean, I guess that's like a geographical thing. There must have, there must have been some reason for him to be a Mets fan, but I agree. Maybe I, I I saw it once I think in the theaters so I have no fucking Hold clue on. any plot points except for I just I feel like I've seen the image maybe scrolling through Netflix or something on the front of it he's wearing a Mets hat I know he just wears a Mets hat in that in that movie Hold on now I'm looking at the trivia and the plot's thickening here the story Ooh. that Billy Crystal tells about his best day of going to a this is in the trivia section about his best day of going to a Yankee game with his father is a true story from his childhood. He notes at one point that I still have the program. Not only does he really still have it, but he got Mickey Mantle to autograph it twice, once at the game that day, probably probably a little shaky because he hadn't had his first beer yet. And once, once again, some 20 years later on a talk show, they were both guests on. So, so his character. His best day is going to meet yeah, Mickey so, Mantle at Yankee Stadium and he's wearing a fucking Mets hat. So he switched time. teams? Like his characters? So you. Become, right. So you would want him to be killed on the horse. Yeah. You can't switch teams. No, totally. It's not. And if that's your best day. That means your your best moment is still when you were on the yeah, other team. Like cut off is you hit double digits, you are you are No, you are not allowed to you got, switch. Your teams You're are not. your teams. Right. They suck. They suck. Yeah. Um I don't Weird. I'm just shocked. I know this movie was made in nineteen ninety one and he was supposed to be turning forty, but I mean <laughs> he looks he, he, he looks, looks like mid fifties. Mr. Saturday yeah, night there. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking pretty old. Uh, another, uh, thing that I guess I've always known in the back of my mind, but I just watched like some sports interview after a game and I realized there hasn't been one good sports interview ever. Um, did you, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like retrospective or like, you know, character pieces where you might learn about somebody, but when they ask a guy like wandering off the field. Or even the press conference after. Like, sometimes it's headlines because the guy blows up. But you don't actually ever learn anything good, ever. I would agree. Especially when they're like, hey, um, 
you know, I just want to thank my Lord and Savior, give it all up to the big man. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Um, that you- yeah, I'm not talking about like like our uh, our pal Jeff Perlman doing those uh, awesome books where you learn about the right. guys. I'm talking about like just walking off the field. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. But there was one, there was maybe the greatest post-sporting event interview of all time this weekend after the UFC event in Las Vegas. Did you? No, I, I, I saw it and then it got lost. I, I was going to bring it up in the show and I did you see, it. I have it here. Did you see, He's, did you see well, he said his balls Derek Lewis, hot, the right? black beast <laughs> interviewed after his knockout victory over some tall, lanky Russian dude. Hold on. I have it right here. Yeah, but this, read it. I, I know he said something about. If his there's balls, anything right? better than this, I've I haven't seen it. Let's let's check it out. <laughs> Derek Lewis, champ and hero, and maybe the great greatest sports interview of all time. That's called a stop to this contest at four minutes forty nine seconds of the third round. Declaring the winner. I I like this dude because he's fat. Like he's not. He does. I mean, he's not like it. Oh, the fighter yeah, is not fat? like disgustingly fat, but he's not. You don't look at him and go, "Oh, that guy's a fucking professional athlete." It looks like he could be driving a truck. By knockout, Derek the Black Beast, Lewis. the Black Beast, pretty high up there on the nickname chart as well. Okay, let's get to the interview. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. <laughs> I love that he says, "My balls was hot," and Joe Rogan responds, "I understand." Hold on, it gets. There's more good shit here. Hold on. Man, listen, man, what you just did was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory, and it, it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight. That you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys. I got number heart. You want to keep underestimating me? I ain't all that technical and all that. It's leaked out. I'm getting there. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. This is a come from behind knockout, the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian. Yeah, because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin. They're talking about USA and his whole. Listen, Derek, you came into this fight, the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. <laughs> what you talking about right now? I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. I'm no gas tank like that. Listen, Derek, you're one of the most entertaining guys in the sport. Congratulations on an amazing victory. And thank you very much for a really, really entertaining fight. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen. It cuts off, but at the end he goes, he goes, hey, I need, let me come on your show next week or in the next couple of weeks and smoke some weed with you. <laughs> uh, I want to get in on the Elon Musk yeah. action. So. I'll take I'll take that Derek Lewis. I don't know I don't know if anybody tops that, but I thought that one was pretty good. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, that was a good yeah. pull. To, I really wasn't expecting to get a, an audio retort to my. <laughs> well, you just made me. You just made me think of it. But yes, they're typically very. Wow. I'm just saying, every bad. NFL interview, every every baseball interview. Hey, what were you thinking on that three-two pitch? I mean, it's always looking for a fastball. Like that's the most you could learn. Oh, I was waiting on a curve. I was, I was looking for a fastball. That's that's all you. It's al- it's always weird to me where they're like, "Hey, what were you thinking there in that at bat in the third inning?" And he's like, "Well, he started me off. Uh, he, he started me off with a slider, and then so I knew he was going to come back with a fat." And I'm like, "How do you remember that shit? Like you fucking. It's just like, isn't it out of sight, out of mind? Like as soon as it happens, every." Major league hitter pretty much remembers every at bat he ever had, and they have like four hundred every season. Yeah, it's um, but then if you, if you ask them to expand right. on anything, no. it's as if they don't remember because English. they have they have. When you get a like guy like Chipper Jones talking but, on the fly <laughs> in an interview, maybe maybe you know, yeah. With the, when the cameras are off, but if you ask him just something like a little bit off of what pitch were you looking right. for there, it's like he doesn't even know English. Yeah, they're real buttoned up. I watched, I sat and watched a couple innings at a bar of a ball game with Chipper Jones one time, and he was telling me about all the umpires and who liked him and what they were like. And um, it was very, he was very open to me, but he, again, he wasn't being interviewed after a game. It might have been, might have been. Yeah. It was he just liked me. He just wanted to share. He just felt like he could open up to me. He was trying to impress yeah, you. He must have been. Uh but yeah, I agree. Any kind of si- I get so uncomfortable with the sidelines. Like it's kind of funny when Doris Burke is talking to Greg Popovich and Greg Popovich is just a dick on purpose. Like that's kind of funny. He's right. kind of made a thing of it. But he's just play he's playing with the when guys are just intentionally dumb. Yeah. That's that's different. better. Popovich one, he's earned, you know, w- whatever respect you can get as a, he's as a man. coach. He's he's done yeah. it. Um, but then he plays it a certain way, and it's kind of a joke to see how far you can go with Popovich before you because it, because it's, it's stupid. Like, Everyone knows it's stupid to interview a guy in the middle of a fucking game. He doesn't want to do it. He's not going to give you anything. No, the viewer is not getting anything except uncomfortable when they go when they do these dugout ones where they're like. Hey, let's talk to Terry Francona. And it's like, he's managed, he's in the middle of managing the game. He's got a fucking game. Yes. I, those make me so uncomfortable. Not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Suck. Agree. Um, we haven't, we haven't a voicemail. Any idea who it's from? I got my, I got my theories. Got my thoughts. From our guy, Manuel Gardena. Who's very, <laughs> he's out. He's our I want to say he's polarizing, but the, but polarizing means that there are, there are two poles. Well, we we're on one right, side. Right. But we're not, I don't think we're, we're drawing much of the power towards our pole. It's all, it's like one of those, uh, lightning storms and it's all just like being sucked to the, anti-Manuel and Gardena poll. Um, well, Manuel, I'm on your side. hundred percent. Let's, let's see what he's got to say. I'm sure. I mean, it's only three minutes, so I'm sure he gets right to the point. So, right. Cut to the chase. 
Ride, ride back. Easy, Edward Daly, big baller shot. Okay. Baller, make okay. We got the intros. Like wow. <laughs> he's breaking up. What up, fellas? Tuesday. This sounds like in uh, Platoon when it's cutting out and they're like, we need reinforcements. Yeah, yeah, it is, yes. He's, he's under fire. At a hair salon over by a or I believe TV mall. I believe he's giving but us now his I find myself location. And looking at the world's greatest coast, oh, the Pacific Ocean, the ocean off of the PV Peninsula, Palos Verdes. Quite a sight to see. It's very beautiful. High rent district over there. Although the Pacific is an ocean. Oh, yep. Passing up Babylon Cove Park, info. Uh, the glass church you may Geography. remember from Inner Space. Among Inner Space. Movies. Oh, Martin uh, Short. He's bringing it. He's whipping out Martin Short Martin movies. Short, Good movie. You who don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I Meg got, Ryan was in that. That reminds me. Yeah, is that the one where Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan hook up? Um, Dennis Quaid, beautiful. Obviously, yes. I mean, he's just still boggles the mind that he's the brother of Randy Quaid. Yeah, is he is that full brothers or just do they share the same dad because it it's a little too much um Arnold Schwarzenegger Danny DeVito there. Like one got all the handsome parts. Hold on, I started typing Dennis and Randy Quaid. I t- I typed Dennis and then I typed R A and it suggested Dennis Raider. Dennis Raider. BTK. BTK. De- Dennis and Randy Quaid brothers. Dennis Raider used to go around the neighborhood measuring people's lawns to make sure that they were cut within the code of the neighborhood. Yeah, he was a... Uh, he would, like, bring a ruler to your front yard. Security like consultant. Dennis, it says younger brother, Dennis William Quaid, Houston, Texas, son of Juanita. And William Rudy, an electrician. So handsome. Cajun. He's Cajun ancestry. He's quite the mix. Hold on. He grew up all in Houston. Um, Bel Air High School, Bel Air, Texas, University of Houston. And Randy used to be never a looker, but he used to be really good. Fantastic actor. Like, not just Cousin Eddie, which was great. Uh, the last detail with Nicholson. Uh, I mean, he was he was really Kingpin. Good. Oh, Kingpin! The, the Fairly Brothers Jeez, that movie masterpiece. Tremendous. Whatever happened to that chick in Kingpin? Because she was a hun. Yes, she was. She was one of those ones that just popped up. Looked they had hot. a TV. They tr- they tried a TV show adaptation of the movie Weird Science. Oh, and was she the uh, Kelly? She LeBrock? was the Kelly LeBrock. But I, I yeah, didn't work. I can only remember seeing an episode one afternoon in college. Right. You know, one of those right. syndicated. Yeah. It was it was right after Thunder in Paradise starring Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh, hey, they got the same parents. So Quaid is the older brother. Both same parents. Col- Quaid is the older brother, born in Houston. Well, they're both Quaid, but. You're saying Randy's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Randy's the older brother, son of Juanita and uh, William. Grew up same high school. Maybe they were. It's kind of shocking. My point is, the po- maybe mom didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah, till far along. Well, kind of or maybe the dad, Rudy, 
William Rudy was putting in long hours at the job site. He was an electrician. You know, you got to take the work when you can get it. And when the work's good, you got to take that work. And sometimes that could mean 16, 17-hour days. Juanita could have gotten lonely there back at the house in Bel Air, Texas. Who knows what? Who knows what could happen? Perfectly good mailman, just kind of hanging out. You're, you see Woody Allen's kid, Ronan. It looks the one who looks exactly like Frank I mean, Sinatra. He looks more like Frank Sinatra than Frank Sinatra. I mean, it's shocking. He doesn't. You know who he doesn't look like? Woody Allen. Woody oh, my Allen. point is, is that I'm kind of bummed out because Dennis Quaid. He's doing he's doing insurance commercials now, and I'm not bummed out about that because I know those. Just get paid. You get. Right? You get paid. In, especially if you're Dennis Quaid, if you're walking in and you already have a name, you're getting you're getting a lot of money. If you're a recognizable guy and you're doing com- insurance commercials, and also my yes, my buddy uh, worked on the farmers commercials with Schillinger from Oz. Yes, State Farm, I believe. And he now farmers, farmers. You're right. Um. And he was not, this was before um, the movie that got him an Oscar. Like he was, he was known by some yeah. people, but he was not like a massive actor. At he that was point. just Schillinger at that point. He was mostly Schillinger. Yeah. yeah mostly Schillinger. Maybe he was in like Juno or right. something. Yes. But he's like, a character was, actor. But I remember my buddy telling me what he made for like three days of work a year. And it was ridiculous. I don't, you know, I don't know the details right. now. It's a lot, but but for Dennis Quaid, who's actually a known yeah. guy, I can't imagine what what good work right. that is. It's like flow from Progressive. She's been doing those spots for probably close to a decade, and that's a that's a a nine figure paycheck, right? Seven figure yeah. paycheck. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, a million. Yeah, S- seven figure paycheck. No, she's getting a hundred million dollars per. That's right. Commercial. That's exactly right. <laughs> the point is, it's good money, so I don't fault Dennis Quaid for that. But what I what I am concerned with is, it looks like Dennis Quaid might be wearing a hairpiece for these commercials, and it makes yeah. sense. The guy's in his sixties, or he's was he thin? Was he? Thin he, he I mean, I everybody remember. gets thin to some extent. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But you pro- you probably have less hair than you did when you were 25. And you have an extremely thick head of hair. But I will still, I, I, I still maintain I wish I was bald because oh, yeah. my hair just grows out. I got to put yeah. shit in my hair oh, yeah. so it doesn't become like this big tennis ball. It sucks. And I don't, see, I'm looking at pictures of him now. He's born 1954. So he's 64. Right. Um, so that's perfectly acceptable age to lose some hair. And he's, I'm looking at pictures of him now and he, he does seem to have a pretty robust head of hair throughout his career, throughout his life. But I'm telling you, I think there might've been, he might've got the power alleys filled in with some plug Man. work, some light plug work. Why? And why? He's, he can pull it off. That's the thing. He's beautiful. I mean, he's good. And you know what? He was, he was wearing the hair down a lot. Man, he was so good looking. 
He was wearing the hair down a lot more and covering up those power alleys. And now that he's older, he's, oh, I see what he's exposed him a little more. Oh. And if you look at Randy, Randy clearly had the power yeah. alleys yeah. going back yeah. for a long time. Uh, speaking of, you know, used to be so beautiful. Yeah. Mom of, <laughs> I mean, uh, the wife. Oh, like Ryan, yeah. what, she what ruined she her face. She ruined her face. Oh, here's a picture of them. When they were a couple, like in the 90s, he's wearing an all black, like a shiny black 90s suit. Man, is he good looking. And she is so hot. Like she was America's girl next door. Everybody loved Meg Ryan. And she went in, she was dating that Russell Crowe. And uh, she just went in for the face surgery and it did not come out. Yeah, it didn't take. Yeah, it was just too much. Especially she had those distinctive lips. And that's, you're going to fuck this up. She was just super cute and... And it's just a reminder, like, like just, just yeah. age, age gracefully. Look ladies. at Helen Mirren; yeah. she's doing she great. Good. Um, I noticed that they have a son who's an actor, Jack Quaid. Yeah, he was in something. He was in, yeah. It says Hunger Games. Uh, good looking. He's got a real douchey smile in this picture, but he's good looking. But uh, I mean, Hunger Games was a while ago, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Not- Sure. Well, Hunger Games is a is a uh, franchise. Oh yeah, he's like a little bit of a uh, right. He's good looking, but isn't that douchey smile yeah. is like pro? I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and say it. Looks like a bit of a twink. <laughs> like, well, he is he is in a post production of a TV series called The Boys. Yeah, I mean he's. His man, his dad is a rugged dude, a, a real man. And here's this—he's oh, got this twink. He son. was in—he was in a tremendous episode. I remember this one of Workaholics. It was when like these frat guys—they try the the guys tried to hang with frat yeah. guys. It was pretty good, and he was one of the oh, frat was, guys. Yeah. It was it was a really good episode. Yeah, he's doing stuff. Oh, he was in Rampage with uh, the greatest living American, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, oh, and Logan Lucky. That was. Oh a good yeah, one. you saw. I didn't you see, that. see that. Oh, he was on vinyl. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, he was. He, All right, he's having a yeah, career. He was, good he for was, him. He was um one of the band guy in one one of the musicians in vinyl, along with Mick Jagger. So. All right, I take it back. He's yeah, having he's a, a solid career. career. He's, he's got a good life, uh, other than his parents' divorce. Uh, okay, so I don't know about. I think Dennis Quaid might have got some plugs. He's getting older, you know. It's it's hard to go from leading man to grandpa. That can't be easy. But I will say in those commercials, still looks handsome as fuck. Yeah, he's great looking. He's great looking, dude. Yeah. What were we doing before? What were we All right, doing no, before that? We were we were still getting coordinates from. Uh, oh, Manuel. okay. Yeah, let's see where he's at. Somewhere in Palos Verdes. Hey, so I'm going usual like my usual two minute diatribe. Uh, this is actually longer than two minutes, and he's he's a minute yeah, we're, he, he's we're, a minute fourteen in already. Well, I'm sure by one fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Here comes the. Qu- he's going to ask a question. I'm sure. Here it is. Really got to the point. Uh, to love the point. going this route, man. When I'm going from uh, San Pedro to like uh, Redondo, uh, more coordinates. Best way to do it is to wrap around the tip, man. He's, can you wrap imagine if you're trying to track him for the FBI? And you're like, wait, where are like you now? He's doing. He's, out he's doing that, the uh, Californians. I'm going to take the PCH. Is he filibustering? Is this like Mr. Smith goes to Washington? Around the Palos Verde Peninsula? Oh, the reason. When you're making this... 
145 into his call, he gets to the reason. Let's see what it is. But hey, Palos Verdes Peninsula, beautiful. High rent district over there. Now, if you look up towards the east, back up towards the hill, there's these two giant balls that, what do you know, look like a pair of size B titties. And, uh, yeah, my that was question in, uh, to you is, gun, do you right? guys... Um, was it? Those oil-looking No, that's, the, that... that's a nuclear power plant. That's down south. But yeah, that is. They uh-huh. do look like titties. What the hell these things are? We see them throughout California, uh, whether it's at an oil refinery or down by Camp Pendleton. It's yeah. always, they come in pairs always. They're like two giant spherical buildings that uh, have like ladder surroundings. So like, uh, do either one of you guys know what the hell these things encase or what their purpose in life oil is? oil drums? That's all I got, man, because uh, what do you think it makes me think of? It makes me think of titties. And I always got titties on my mind anyway. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? All right, ballers. Okay. You guys have a good one. All right, buddy. I'm out. <laughs> okay, thanks. Outro. Right. Godspeed, Outro. Manuel. Uh, I can only speak to the ones he was talking about by Camp Pendleton, San Onofre. That's the, that's the nuclear power plant. I think I drove by yeah, there. Yeah, those are nuclear reactors. Unfortunately, they're not active because they got too hot. And then they couldn't figure out why they were getting too hot. And so they just had to turn them off. And now there's, they're filled with nuclear material that they don't know what to do with. So th- I can only speak to those two. That's, that's kind of fun. And those are, those are nuclear reactors. And I'm about 25 miles from those right now. And they're near the shore. Yeah. So. so if there's a tsunami. You know, like- some sort of tsunami where all you know, in bad Japan. Right. Or, or terrorism, but I don't know. I'd have to see the other ones, but yeah, I'm thinking some type of refinery, some type of oil and gas operation. I don't know. We, we really went a long way for that. Yeah. But at least we discussed the movie inner space. It's a good movie. Might have to follow up and watch that. Did you see that? I posted that. Um, Amazon has like the uncut version of Amazon prime. I think it is. Has the uncut version of RoboCop going right now? Hmm. I guess it's like the, now, the first time it's ever been available. On I wonder how how much did they say how much time was added to it? No, I didn't read it. It just says that it's the X rated version. So more titties. It couldn't possibly be more violent because yeah. the because the R rated one. Do you think he? Do you think he fucks as <laughs> RoboCop? That would be that they, <laughs> Murphy. Murphy. Question it. Que- I'm pulling out my penis. Question. Robocop's loud comer. Coming all over. Do you think uh, Robocop busts a, bust a loud nut? <laughs> I don't know that. He- Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. Also. I'm I'm going to probe Boddicker right uh, now. Also, he doesn't have a dick. Oh, that definitely got fucked up when he was in that yeah. warehouse. He got sabotaged. Yeah. yeah. There's only, His dick was definitely gone. There's only like parts of him left. And it's and one of those parts I don't think is the dick. Maybe that's the maybe that's the thing. 
that we need to find out about. Oh, some guy called. Do you think when, do you think this, I, I got to think if it's X-rated, I got to think the, the scene where, uh, what's his name? Miguel Ferrer. What was his character? When he was doing the yeah. blow right before he got kneecapped and then yeah. killed. I, I got to think there had to be some hookers in that scene. Oh yeah. There's, there's titties. There's titties already. So I don't know what they could have added to it. I got to think they made him a robo dick. Like, they wanted him to be the full cop, get the full cop experience. One would hope. Now I can okay. Rare X-rated cops, cut of RoboCop. Cops are sexual beings. They need yeah, to, they, they need to have sex too. Oh no, cops fuck. But what about robot cops? <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't think robot cops <laughs> fuck. Paul Ver- I'm sure he's got a glorious penis because if you could if you could put a million dollars into anatomy, he's going to have a beautiful penis. Yeah, that's true. You have, I mean, they they had a pretty. Okay, it's not labeled. Oh, this is the notoriously unreleased version, as as sussed by the Cretans on Reddit, and they would know. Uh, um, it's always uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, you know what scene they could have made grosser when the dude gets the vat of acid. Oh yeah, that was. And then it gets yeah. hit. That it can't be grosser no. than that. And, I mean, when yeah, when who's the other? When Boddicker buys it, doesn't he get like blasted like a thousand bullets? He gets he gets yeah, riddled. But I think they show him getting riddled. He gets Bonnie and Clyde. Well, anyway, I'm gonna watch it this weekend with my kid, and I'll let you know what it was. Uh, anything's changed? Maybe you know what? I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll, yeah. Let me you know. know. Maybe I'll do. While I'm watching it, maybe I'll give people an ups- update via Insta Story. I could have a shower right before bed, or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded on my Insta Story. Don't be boring. Always good shit happen on my Insta stories. People, you know it's polarizing, Ed. My mustache. Still going. Still going, and it's really... I don't know what to do about it. I don't... I feel like it might be time to just call it a day on the old stash. But also, I don't want it to... I don't want to feel like... I don't want people to feel like they've won. Because I've been bullied pretty harshly. For my, for my mustache, and that's only strengthened my resolve. That's only made me. That's how. That's how I reacted to when people told me I had to watch Schindler's List. I waited like two yeah. decades to watch it, just because, like, no, I don't have to watch anything. <laughs> Keep that mustache. I, I had the same. I had the same encounter, or the same experience with Dances with Wolves. Yeah, but guess what? That movie turned out yeah, to be trash. I, hey, get, whereas whereas uh, Schindler's List. I'm sure great. it's very good, but I've never seen Dances with Wolves because it came out and everybody's like, oh my God, this is amazing. He's like one with the Indians. And I'm like, fuck that. Oh, it's it so like, mel- yeah. it was overly melodramatic. It's three hours. It looks like shit. And it beat fucking Goodfellas. Yeah. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that. Then they had to give it, then they had to give, they finally gave Marty a, a makeup. Best director for The Departed. 
Like, he's got way better movies that he's made, but right. That was a, that was a very good. It's movie, a lifetime but, achievement award. That was a lifetime achievement for sure. So many. Bu- he lost Raging Bull to ordinary yeah, people. See, fuck out of here. Uh, okay, quick email, then we'll get to the sports. Hey, Brian and Ed. Yeah. Sorry, had to take some time off, so just finishing up an episode from a couple weeks ago. Pull and Ed. That was the name of the episode. Brian, you were pretty... What was Pulling and Ed? I can't remember. <laughs> it was not a positive. <laughs> like, hey, I had a great day today. I yeah, pulled an Ed. said, don't pull an Ed, like in a voice. Might have been yeah, an Ed. Like, well. I embarrassed myself. Yeah. Okay. Brian, you were pretty darn descriptive with so, with a so-called no choice of seeing a dong. You, I couldn't remember what he was talking about, and then it came back to me. You had details up to calling its head a, quote, small onion ring. Yeah, it looked kind of like the, imagine. Oh, in the, the locker Yeah, room? imagine taking a crumb donut. Yeah. And, you know, donuts, hosted donuts. You take a yeah, you take yeah, a crumb donut and just pop it, just like push the middle out with your thumb, and then just just stretch that thing over the tip of your cock. That's what the yeah, it's a batting. Yeah, gun. that's what the that's what the the this guy's foreskin looked like. <laughs> and ethnicity to boot, yeah, he was he was um, he was East Asian. He was. Southern Asian? What do you call somebody that looks like they're from India? East Asian. I thought it was. I thought it was Southern. Southern Asian. Asian. No, I don't know. Yeah, he was Asian, Indian. Uh, what was this more of a Barbarino steam room encounter over a no choice of seeing a dong? Not judging. Thanks, guys, and Kate for the hard work. That's from our old friend David in Salt Lake for work. Hey, David, hey. long time no rap, buddy. Long time. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. If you got a weird looking dick, I'm going to look at it. If I see you in the, of course. If I see you in the gym and I just, there's a lot of naked dudes at the gym and I don't look twice at their dick. But if, if it's, a, but I think secretly yeah. we're all a little bit like Robocop in that we can yeah. scan a room pretty yeah. quickly. And if it's a normal dick, you are spending a tenth of a second scanning past it. But if you notice something weird's going on, then your RoboCop senses totally get you to lock yeah. in. Yeah. So I don't like. There's a lot of dicks go by me that I don't look at, but some dude comes by with an onion ring hanging off the end of his cock. I mean, it was a very loose, droopy, wide foreskin. It was hard not to notice. And yeah, I mean, I gave it a quick look, but I wouldn't do like an extended peter peak i just i got the information i needed needed i stored it away here's, and then i used it here on the show you're welcome but here's where the origin of daily's choice came from it's that we all would look yeah dude's got a fucking onion ring yeah. going on we're checking it out of course it's just of course it there are two types of people people who admit they look yeah. at this shit and people That's who right. don't admit they look That's at the right. shit but we all look at it don't and yeah, we all look and there's two that I'm going to definitely look at one, the weird looking ones. If you got a weird looking one, I'm probably going to check yeah. it out. B. If you got a fucking girthy, massive meat hammer, like I'm going to, I'm going to ogle it a little bit and just go, what the fuck must it be like to have that hanging off you? 
I do notice though that that's a that's a rare thing. I feel like guys guys with the biggest hogs in just hetero situations they're not uh they're not displaying them which is probably for the best right yeah one time i got caught uh any given sunday was on tv and i paused a locker room scene because i saw a new dude and i, I wanted to see because it looked was massive it Lawrence taylor no it was just like a random dude in the locker room and michelle happened to walk in the room as i had frozen it on on a dude's yeah. penis that's a that's a that's a tough one to that's a tough one to come back from. Well, her response was actually maybe even sadder. She's like, "I didn't know they came anywhere close <laughs> to as big as that." <laughs> she's been she's been dealing with fun size for a couple decades now. <laughs> uh, okay, speaking of fun size, yeah, we go here we go. High school football cheerleader gave out pot brownies to win homecoming votes. She wins. Put, put yeah. her on the thing. What can you what can you offer in high school? Nothing. Of substance. Nothing. If if unless she's having sex with everyone in that the school. That would be the next best thing. Every boy and girl in the school, yeah. then she's giving them all a gift. Aside from that, you hand out pot brownies. Um that's just the best. I could like I was very stoned through most of high school, but I had to do it the old fashioned way. I had to have like a pipe and weed or joints and it smells. There's an odor like you could get caught. You have it on you. You know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole process. But these days they fucking sell edibles at the store. So you could just pop a gummy and just fucking drift through your entire high school existence and nobody would be any of the wiser. Now, the one negative I'd say to this is she probably spent a lot of money to try to win homecoming. That's true. That's true. Like that's that award is when you're already like in the middle of senior year. Don't it? Don't you realize at that point, none of this shit matters. Um, by then you start to realize like, this is all bullshit. Yeah. I think there's a, when you're a freshman, you might think like, Oh, this could really help me out. Yeah. There's a dance associated with that. And when you're a senior, you're not going to any dances. Maybe, but it doesn't even matter. You realize it's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. At that point you're, you're thinking about, you know, work or that you're going to have to work soon or go to college, applying to college. You're not thinking about, well, I could have a a six month reign as homecoming. It is a little weird. And also what is, she spent a lot of money. Like what is the, what do you get to do as homecoming queen? Do you like read the announcements? You have an awkward dance with the homecoming king who probably isn't your boyfriend. Right. That's a little weird. Yeah. Weird. Did they say, oh, I just burned one of my free Washington posts opening up this fucking story. (laughs) <laughs> you better enjoy the hell out of it. Shit. Um, I want to see if she won. Finalist. I think they cut. Co- I, I think they nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Uh, someone used an app to anonymously notify state authorities. Oh, what a loser. Nerd. Yeah. Hartford. 
Connecticut. Now Michigan, oh, right? Michigan. Is there? There's more than one Hartford. Yeah, uh, Michigan. Yeah, Hartford, Michigan. Hartford, Connecticut is like the garbage city, but this could just be yeah, Hartford. A town Hartford, Connecticut had the whale, though. Yeah, it's a trash city. Uh, okay. This just because it's this, Connecticut, and I'm just not. A this fan. next story is it's like one of my least favorite things that's happened. Yeah. Now. Uh, I had to look at the story because I was thinking that name sounded like a hockey player. Right. I didn't realize. Yeah. He's a golfer. He's a golfer Brooks golfer from Ka- Florida Kepka? State, and he looks like a linebacker. He's Is it Kepka? Kapka? Kepka. Kepka. Yeah. Brooks Kepka yeah. feels really bad about his shot that exploded a woman's eyeball. Yeah. So it was an errant shot, and she's waiting by the green type thing? No, it was uh, – they let him. St- or did he really shank it? Yeah, off the he tee? shanked it off the tee. And this always drives me crazy. One, I don't know how these guys. Con- I know they're really good at golf. Okay, I get that. But they they let these galleries encroach. Yeah, really close. So close, and especially when they're teeing off, they're lined up just like the first you know eighty yards. Of the fairway. Right, like really close, like a hallway. Yeah, the fucking impact zone. Like if you shank one, you're going to fuck somebody up. And yeah, these guys don't typically shank off the tee because they're fucking pros. But it's possible. And this this one, he fucking, this could ruin, well, it's ruined her life. Her eyeball exploded. She lost an eye because she got. I like how they said she's thinking about suing. That is, she's fielding uh, offers. (laughs) Well, it's, but it. She's not thinking. It about happened it. in France, so I don't know what's. I don't know how that works there. Yeah, even if they're not nearly as litigious yeah. as we are, you don't get you you don't get your life fucked up by a professional athlete and not get yeah. paid. That's just that's just not going to happen. I mean, I would. The problem is, is that I think it opens you up to like some sort of culpability if you say, "Hey." I'm really sorry that happened. Let, you know, I'm a wealthy guy. I don't know what your situation is. I'm sorry that you're going through that. Let me help you with your medical bills or something, even though it's France and they don't have medical bills. The point is, is that you would, you, you know, this guy feels really bad and it could probably fuck up his career. Like this is a, this is a mental thing. It would be for anybody. Yeah. Every time you yeah, tee off. to have that picture in your like, head. Can you, can you move all of these people? Right. And it wasn't his idea to have people fucking standing 20 yards from where he's teeing the ball off. I mean, I don't, it's just a bummer for everybody. Really sad. I don't know if I, I've never been to a golf tournament, but I have, I and I'm not even a golf right. guy. I've been to a couple and, uh, it's, it's pretty fun. Cause you're just kind of walking drinking. around and drinking it and like, Hey, it looks kind of cool over here. And as long as you're not following Tiger Woods, it's not too bad. You can you can get like good, you know, a good uh, view of of a green or something like that. It's just just kind of fun to walk around and drink. Beer. Yeah. See, I would like that, and I don't think I would need to stand nine feet in front of where the guy was teeing off. Like, if I if I could stand behind him and see him launch a drive, that'd be cool. Maybe I'd stand out a little further down the fairway, see how far it went. Maybe try to get a good spot on the green. I don't know. I don't think I would need to be like right up on him where I could get my fucking eye exploded. 
I think I would have been uncomfortable being, yeah, in that in that spot. Agreed. In wouldn't the, in the gallery. wouldn't catch me there. You know where you'd catch me? No, the beer tent. Yeah. Um, fancy sauces. Fancy sauce has a has a connection to a a tournament that happens here in the spring, and I declined. It was kind of rainy last year. I declined, but it's a hosted situation. So my line of work used to, my line of work used to be involve a lot of rich white guys. So what do they like doing for entertainment? They love going to Beth Beth page black and all that shit. So I used to have to go to those, but it was actually as for sporting events. I had a way better time than taking a, a guy to a, Giants Cowboys oh, yeah. game where I was just cheering for a scud right. miss- missile. Right. Um. Speaking of <laughs> big games. sports fans, and also a guy that would totally take a long look at every single dick in the locker room. I guarantee. <laughs> What's up with good old the human cotton VP ball? Mike Pence? Is he still trying to pray the so, getaway? Yeah. Remember last fall. When the anthem bullshit was heating up. Oh, I recall. And Mike Pence went to a Colts game like maybe two weeks after it had become massive news. And then when players were kneeling, he stormed off. And it was a complete stunt. Yeah, it was so dumb. And I think he was even wearing a Colts jersey on top of a shirt and tie. It was... Whatever I believe they it's also circulated a picture of him and they're like, Hey, this is a, we, we were at the game ready to get, re, getting ready to watch some football sports and we had to leave. And then the picture was him like from a game, like two years before or something. Like it was very <laughs> orchestrated. Yeah. Well, they, uh, I guess through, uh, freedom of information or whatever, uh, we now know that that little stunt cost taxpayer taxpayers $350,000 so he could do that that's not even that one guy took like 12 million dollars in trips like that's not even that bad pence yeah but it's it's pretty cool yeah you know what was necessary fiscal responsibility you know you know so that we're we're just uh so that's done and by the way yeah you know ratings are uh are doing just fine Oh yeah, has nothing to do with protests. It's a national pastime. I will. I be. I'll be honest though. I really cringe when I'm seeing guys get earholed and stuff. And I and you could tell that they're not. They're trying not to. But it, you know, every once in a while, a guy gets knee yeah, yeah, gets yeah. kneed in the head, or a guy. They're like, "Oh, that's a clean hit there because he didn't. Uh, he didn't use his helmet, but he fucking drills the guy in the in the face mask with his shoulder pad." And I'm I'm just like it's hard for me to watch. I'm like not really into the the violent <laughs> I, aspect of it. I still wholeheartedly watch, but I do cringe when you see the replay and the guy's head is snapping yeah. back into the turf and, or something. It's not a good feeling. Then they're over. Then they're over on the sideline, like arguing to go back in. <laughs> when you're like, dude, yeah, no, yeah. like ice it. And then sometimes the teams justify it. Like last year. Cam Newton had about three of those yeah. incidents where he's walking to the wrong sideline and then they say, Oh, he hurt his wrist yeah, on that play. Totally, that's why yes. he's in the tent. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what 
happens when yeah, I Yeah, he came wrist. out for a play so we could evaluate his or tape his fingers or something. Like, no. Mm, no, keep keep <laughs> going for through excuses. There's got to be a better one than that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to non-sports. Yeah. <sighs> the Catholic League has an issue with how South Park is depicting their Catholic priests. It's South Park's problem. Hmm. I mean, so South, so South Park. South Park is like apparently just making they up made shit. It up. Like these, yeah, like they're just making up all kinds of bullshit that the, these priests are uh, really having trouble not having sex with boys. Yeah, so like the the uh, the Catholic Church, they didn't like move the priest. They didn't like, oh, this priest is raping young boys. Let's report him to the authorities. Oh, how about yeah, how about it, we just move him to Dubuque? Oh, that's a better idea. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, and let's let's see if we can um maybe pay off the families or strong arms of politicians. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently all this shit was just made up by uh was it Matt Stone and Trey Parker uh, or do I have the names? No, that's up? right. Yeah. Matt Stone. Trey Parker. Yeah, they made it all up. Um those dudes are so fucking funny. Yeah, and it's been I mean it's been going on more for than more almost, than 20 years. Almost Simpsons. Yeah, it is and it's so biting and I think it's pretty much just those two dudes and they have it down. I heard yeah. I heard that they have like they have a murderer's row. They do a retreat. Yeah, I've heard of that. They go to Palm every Springs summer. and like and like Bill Hader yeah. will will go with his yeah. ideas and you'll just get like some hilarious people who just contribute for a few days and then those guys take it. And yeah. But, the, but they'll do, if something's topical, they can do a show about something topical. Like the yeah, week the, of the animation isn't like the Simpsons. Yeah, it's like they, it's, it's very crude so they can do it. It's quick. really impressive. And it's so fucking hilarious. It's so on the money and they're not, they don't really have a particular point of view in that they will fucking destroy anybody that deserves taking some shit. Of course. And it's fucking great. It's really, really, I don't, my kid watches it. So, um, it'll be on sometimes like, well, I'm making dinner and stuff and I'll, you know, I'll catch a little bit of it and it's just so fucking hilarious. And, and as for the Catholic church, cause I, oh yeah. Spar with my oh yeah. Fuck those it. guys. If like, if you had a company where this was going on, the CEO was covering up for it, the company would be no longer. Yeah. It, so, yeah, yeah, they do some charity work. I get it. But, like, I'm sorry. There's a little more than a, you know, it's if the spotlight situation was the only situation. Yeah. But there's a spotlight in every metropolitan area for the last hundred years. Oh, yeah. They haven't. They Just in America. They haven't even scratched the surface. All right. Awful. You know, this is what this is what um, happened in a, in a civilized place. Imagine what's going on in yeah. Honduras, in Africa, yeah, and yeah, because that's where they're expanding all right. the all the low education right. countries where, where they still yeah, and they do some good stuff, but they're so fucking rich that they you know, and oh, yeah. they go to the Vatican, they still pass the and plate. Everything's in gold. Yeah, like it's they still they still take a collection at the end of every mass. And they're rich as fuck. Like it's it's kind of ridiculous. And also, or when religion. The, fuck off. Evander Holyfield was tithing. Yeah, 
And uh, when he went broke, his preacher was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Only we could help you out. Exactly. Well, but he's been giving you exactly a cut of those purchases for uh, 20 years. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, well, he got his money's worth from that one pastor, Benny Hinn, with the um, with the cool hairstyle. He um, Google Benny Hinn right now. He um, okay. He Evander couldn't fight because he had a whole. <laughs> you know, it popped up what? Benny Hill. Oh, oh, <laughs> Benny Hill. oh Benny Hinn. Yeah, this Benny dude Evander had a hole in his heart, and he went to this guy. And the Nehru jacket. He's like a bond. Yeah, guy. he went. He went to this guy Benny Hinn, and Benny Hinn fucking just like pushed his chest, and he fell back, and then the hole in his heart was healed. And he was able to fight like a whole bunch more fights after that. So he got his money's worth. Oh, like God took care of that's him. That's really cool. Oh, I was, uh, yeah, we had to take my son to the cardiologist. I'll just take him to Benny right, Hinn. Benny Hinn. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> one of the, one of the um, all-time greats. Well, speaking of, of garbage, uh, LaCroix or, or LaCroix. Yeah. I would say LaCroix. Say. And I don't, I don't know. I say LaCroix, but I hear some people saying LaCroix. It's like, it's a can of fucking seltzer. Yeah, it's LaCroix. And well, LaCroix. And how come every generation there's a new seltzer? Like it used to be New York yeah. seltzer. Remember New York seltzer? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it rotates through and now we got LaCroix and then pretty soon there's going to be another thing. And it's just like it's the fucking it's flavored fizzy water, guys. Right. Bubbles. Right. It's bubble water um, with a little bit of flavor in it. It's this is not a just, new invention. Just have water. Yeah. Just have, have water. water. It's fine. Um, well, they're being sued, you know, their, their angle is all natural. Well, they're getting sued for that all natural label because after some tests, their product may contain cockroach incesticide, uh, <laughs> which if you've ever tasted some of the, I don't even, I've never even had LaCroix, but I've had, I've had other sure. variations of this flavor. I seltzer, had New York seltzer. And it all tastes like, it tastes like cockroach yeah. incesticide. It's got a very nutraceutical flavor. To it. Um, let's let's go down to the Sunshine State, Florida. Naked Florida man chases couple around Chick Fil A parking oh, lot. I saw this one. Somebody sent this to me on on Twitter. Now he was kind of in a bind when the cops showed up because he was naked. Yeah, and he was screaming. Uh, he kept yelling, "Look at my penis! Look at my ass!" But then, uh-huh. <laughs> now here's here's where it takes a turn. He began yelling, you're gay yeah. for looking at my penis yeah. to the deputies. No, I, I gotta can't say, argue with the logic there. I would love for him to get a traditional Southern lawyer to, uh, to you know, try this case. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Your Honor... <laughs> I feel like he'd get off. Is it a fact <laughs> that your deputies were, in fact, looking at his penis? Uh, is it also true that gay men like looking at penises? Yeah, I mean, just, you can't deny that logic right The there. defense rests your honor. <laughs> he'd, get the, he'd get the cops on the, on the stand. Constable Wilson, were you not... <laughs> Involved, and they run their finger. They run their finger along the like the wooden yes. front of the. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you not arrest 
my client on the day in question. Were you not staring closely at his exposed member? <laughs> that is all your honor. Tell me, do you go to church, sir? Are you a God-fearing man? What would your mama think of you, a God-fearing agent of the law, looking at my client's exposed penis? My client was simply airing out his bulbous member, (laughs) and your deputies couldn't take their thirsty eyes off of it. <laughs> the defense rests, Your Honor. Yeah. Uh, funeral director who took corpse pictures gets probation. Yeah. I I understand. What's the end game? There are lots of jobs out yeah. there. Somebody's got to do it. Very few, very few people want. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would like to be cremated and then dumped in of the trash. But I understand some people. Or you know, have have want to have more of a ceremony to it, yeah. and somebody's got to do that job. However, the people that choose this job scare the of shit course. out of me. Of course, because why would you choose this job? Unless you're born into it, like six feet under the show. I I gotta think because when you look at funeral homes, it's a lot of such and such and sons. And sons mm-hmm. Right, it's a lot of that. So if you're born into it, I guess. It's just the life that you've been I, given. I like, think, like if you're a farmer, I th- you just—I think it's a you milk cows. a racket, and well, it it costs a fortune. yeah because you're at a vo- you're at a vulnerable time, and they're just fucking upselling and hard closing you on everything because they're like, look, you want to do yeah, they're upselling like the. The interior yeah, lining this, of the coffin. This is like the last. This is the last the time you're going to see grandma. Again? Yeah, this is this is it. And you don't. Well, you don't want to do it at seven o'clock on a Wednesday. You're just not going to be able to get people here. So I've I've reserved you the premium two o'clock on Sunday yeah. window, but I can only hold it for the next twenty five minutes. So you're going to need to give me your credit card. And I. I realize you're going through the worst uh, few days of your life. So I'm just going to pressure you to make quick decisions. <laughs> also, I know your husband dealt with the money and he's back there getting his, the blood drained out of his body. But don't yeah. worry. I'll make him look real good. You're just going to need to get him the upgraded everything. And I need you to make that decision before your kids fly in to town and right. and uh, start start pushing and me have away. Some, and see their inheritance getting spent. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Drunk birds are causing havoc in a Minnesota town. Police are hoping they'll sober up. <laughs> so apparently, I so I I read up on this one, and I was thinking, like, did they did they break into a brewery? It's just that the the berries fermented fermented based on our fucked up weather. Yeah. Yeah. And so they got all drunk and they just started smashing into windows and shit. This isn't. They're just dive bombing. This. 
We need to find out if this phenomenon has killed more birds than the Vikings stadium. Because remember the Vikings built. Oh, yeah, that like sneaky glass yeah. that was just destroying them. Yeah. And they're just, just hundreds of birds were flying into that thing every single day. Just yeah. splat, plop, the end. Which, let's never forget, birds are sky garbage. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. Keep. Keep dive bombing into the Viking stadium. I, the only birds I like are birds that eat other birds. Hawks. Any uh, of the raptors. Owl. Yeah. They kind of scare me. Yeah, they're terrifying. I mean, I get what you're saying. They're pretty badass, but they're pretty scary. Yeah. Um, we got a doctor. Um, mm-hmm. just... We got a doctor. And... Um, his name is Dr. Dick. Oh, so he slings Dick. Well, he sure was trying oh, to because uh, he was just accused of sexually harassing female patients. Wow. You figure. California has, has uh, what, Dirty John. Yeah. And Morgan County, Georgia has Dirty Dick. Um, I mean, you kind of would have to see that coming. You know how you get, you get your, you you pick your general practitioner or you just, you know, you haven't been to a doctor before and you kind of are like, okay, how close is this person to my house? Like, I don't want this to be too easy. Is it a, is it a male or female? I told you one time my doctor wasn't there and I had a, um, I had a ball issue that needed addressing. Yes, you said that. And that's, a, that's an uncomfortable And my situation. doctor was like not. I made an appointment with my doctor, and when I got there, he wasn't there, and there was like a sub, and it was a, it was a female, and th- there was no way she had ever handled any balls before. She just did not know how to touch. She didn't, she didn't, have, a, she didn't have a light touch. She wasn't a soft touch. Um, I mean, doc rather ham handed, right? I mean, Dr. Dick, if you're Dr. Dick, you already know people are going to be a little wary of you. Yeah. You got, you got to switch that name up. Yeah. You got to have, uh, you either need to just go total opposite and just be like real femme and just over the top. Um, not the kind of guy that would be called Dr. Dick. Or you got to change your name. You could be your regular yeah, self. This is not going to work. You can't be working around women named no, Doctor Dick. No, unless you're yeah, unless you're playing a real femme. Um, I was always happy when I got my urologist to uh, perform my yeah. vasectomy. No, do- he was Doctor Wiener. Wiener. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it looks like Dick was accused of kissing one patient on the mouth during an exam for arthritis. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> and I mean, it's really not funny. Touching another woman's face inappropriately at her appointment. Touching her Straight face. on the mouth. Like, that's aggressive. Yeah. I figured you'd have to work up yeah. to that. Yeah. He, uh, another incident, he allegedly instructed a patient to open and close her legs, then remarked, oh, you're so flexible. <laughs> oh, this dude is so fucking gross. He gives off a real gross vibe in the mugshot. Uh, unfortunately, I've got a scarier story. 
cruise ship refunds passengers after 1,300 men took over and turned it into a giant burlesque show. Wow. Wait. Who was doing... The men were doing burlesque? Is this like a gay cruise? Yeah. Yeah, well, it sure turned out to be one. Also... 1,300 men? Yeah. That would be like... That would be like the time... Uh... I went down to New Orleans. I went down to Miami, uh, Atlanta, and it was like Freaknik. Oh yeah, and I was I was just a little bit out of place. Yeah, and I didn't know the timing. Like whoever booked this on the Voyager of the Seas, right. operated by Royal Caribbean, there's thirteen hundred workers from the Indian Gutka company, Kamla Pasand. What's Gutka? It was. I don't know, but it was it was it just before the boat left at Sydney dock last month. Oh, this is in Australia. Passengers described how the men proceeded to run amok, taking over the pool decks, bars, and buffets. Well, they they uh, brought burlesque dancers on board, so the guys weren't doing burlesque. Well, how many people did this ship hold? I feel like they were the they were in ship. the majority. I'm looking at it. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're one of like the 19 people who booked, and then there's 1,300 yeah. dudes doing burlesque your shows. Fault. I, I assume all cruises are themed these days. Anyway, we, we did that. You know what the theme of the one my my family went on without me this Hold summer? On. Don't tell me. Oops. Um, jam bands. It was. Ed is not with us and really enjoying the hell out of his life. <laughs> uh, imagine. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just move on from the cruise okay. ship. Uh, Boston bound flight diverted because a disruptive passenger was doing pull-ups on the luggage compartments. I feel like this is every flight. <laughs> I think Andy Richter, somebody tweeted... Man, Mark Wahlberg never lets up. Because <laughs> that would be the move he would do. Well, he hey, he, hey, I'm just doing some pull-ups. He, he gets up at two thirty a.m. to work out. Why? Hey, He's, I get up at two thirty and then go to bed at six because that's a totally normal schedule. Uh, yeah, that is the every flight. There is someone that has to get up during takeoff or during approach for some reason. There, it just, you know that there's like two minutes of the flight where you for sure cannot stand up. And as soon as you take off before, while you're still, you know, at an angle, what do, you, what do they call that? While you're still taking off some Desc- oh, ascend- ascending, that's the word. Somebody, get, somebody has to jump up and fucking grab something out of the overhead. It's, it happens every time I fly. I don't. What is wrong with people? It's the. I had somebody near me uh, this summer who had to make a connection, but still, you let the the flight crew know so they'll let you off yeah. first. But while we were not even on the ground, they just started getting their stuff yeah. ready. And of course, people are freaking out because they're just walking around opening yes. compartments. Yes. It's not going to work no. out. Just take take your time because right. you're not getting off this plane any no. sooner. It's there's an order to this. Like, don't jump up. 
because you can't leave before the row in front of you leaves anyway. So just, we get off in order here. There's, there's nothing you can do. Without order, we're in chaos. Right. You got to just deal with order. Uh, let's finish on a high yeah. note. There was an auction for uh, a Banksy um, work of art, and he booby-trapped it. So yeah. right after it sold, it self-destructed this is, after the auction this is, finished. Yeah, this is probably the most iconic Banksy. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm yes. not particularly a fan of Banksy's work, to be honest. It's kind of like graphic. Right. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't it, move me. Yeah. But I, I, I appreciate. You know, I appreciate what he's. Up this to. was amazing. This thing that happened. But I. But so when I first heard, so <laughs> he they drop the gavel. They sell this bank. This iconic one point four. I think. Yeah, I think that's like that. yeah. It was over a million dollars, and it's hanging on the wall at Sotheby's. And as soon as the gavel drops, a shredder. It's like a paper that's shred. been embedded in the bottom of the frame shreds the painting, like sucks the painting through and shreds it. <laughs> now, at, now, so originally I thought this was one of the most punk rock things that's ever happened. Cause I read a story and they're like, there was a, um, you know, they think somebody activated it from within the auction house in the hall while the auction was going on. And, but the more I thought about it, like there's no way a the the auction house had to be in on it, right? This is a stunt because there's no way you get something to auction and you don't examine it. You maybe you change the frame, maybe you certainly take it out of the frame. You make sure everything's right before you put it on auction. For sure, just the weight of the item, you would go, "What's going on here? Why does it feel like there's a paper shredder in the frame?" Right? Like this is. I this, I think all your points are are very sound. Yes, However, yes. no artist today makes people lose their shit like Banksy. Yes, no, I agree. Because there's such mystery around yeah. him that if he said you can have one of my paintings, but everything has to be auctioned as is. Yes. I specifically chose this heavy frame. He could do that, and they probably wouldn't question it like they would. Pretty much every other artist. I really hope that's the case because I thought this was so amazing. And then I was, I was reading just the morning that this all went down. I was reading that oftentimes the, if something happens to the painting in between when you win the auction and when the auction house presents you with your painting, that they will cancel the auction. But if it were me and I had won the auction, I'd be like, nah, Give me my shredded shit because this thing's immediately worth 10 times what it was sold for. This is the, this is one of the most iconic paintings in the world now. Yeah. And if you have a million, a 1.4 million to spend on a picture, you're filthy rich. You, you're not worth 1.5 and spend 1.4 on a, on a picture. You got, you got lots of money. So you definitely keep you, it. I I uh, definitely appreciate art, sure. like uh, you know, like um, not like random artists that nobody's heard of. Like I I like the classic right. Van Gogh yes. that type of shit. The old masters. Um, but I'm saying I don't collect art, right. but that art collection community. Oh yeah, they're so douchey. 
so yeah. douchey. So for this, it, just to the ultimate taking a piss out of this I love pompous it. group of yeah. people is terrific. No, it was like one of the most punk rock things that's ever happened. Yeah, badass. Speaking of punk rock. Yeah. It is time for a segment of the show we like to call Fancy Pop. That is where our very own pop culture correspondent, Kate McManus, joins us to discuss everything that's happening in the world of celebrity goss, any kind of the real news that's out there, stuff that we don't know about. She comes in and gives us a heads up. She joins us now. Kate, how are you? Has it been a week already since the last time? Hey, Kate. Crazy. Hey, Ed. Yeah. Crazy. Time, time the flies. The passage of time. Can let's, you believe it? Let's talk about how quickly the end of the year goes. Yes. It's like a roll of toilet paper. It's like... It moves faster and faster. There's Halloween, then Daylight fuck Savings Yeah. Oh, fuck Daylight Savings. Then it's Turkey Day. And that then I'm pretty into. much immediately after Thanksgiving, all of a sudden it's fucking Christmas. Crazy. I don't know. Can't even get into it. Stress water. Me out. I got, need to hydrate. Yeah, hydrate. Um, quick email. Dear Mijos and Mija, hmm. I'm kind of glad you guys didn't meet this past summer because I had this email in my drafts. Hmm. If and when you guys meet in person, Brian, how, as the kids say, extra will you be in choosing your garments and accessories for that fateful day? <laughs> I imagine you will feel beholden <laughs> to live up to the Insta story image you have cultivated. That's how Brian actually dresses. Yeah. Just FYI. I don't do it for the gram, guys. I'm 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 extra every day. Um, and Ed, what would be a non-starter for you that would make you just turn around and Spartan race back to Hoboken. <laughs> Sandals with jeans, fanny pack, snake around shoulders. My hope is that you guys finally meeting will be like those hippies who were reunited with that lion they raised. <laughs> but I imagine IRL, it will be pretty anticlimactic. Thank you for your time. That is from Chris in LA, Parada44. Chris, very good email. <laughs> that was very good. I I have to say, I would fully be okay with everything that's ever snake. snake. Yeah. I, I this my issue with snakes isn't bullshit. Like I am beyond creeped out by snakes. Yeah. So that is a non-starter. Somebody me. but beyond that, like well, I, I like that Brian is Brian. Yeah. Same. And I, w- I would never want him to not oh. be Brian. However, oh my God, if that jacket. were me, I, c- I couldn't. Like, I'm never doing the fanny pack. No. But no. I don't no. give a shit if he no, does You do it. your That's own thing. Yeah. You do your thing, I'm going to do mine. Of course. And that's what I... Uh, I would have it no other way. But the snakes, I would right. have it another Let your freak flag fly. Snakes. Of course. Uh, it's life. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another one. The The... The subject line is depressed. Sup fam. I know you all are like me and are depressed as fuck that the critically acclaimed show 
ballers just finished for the season. Plus, we're entering fall, which makes most want to swallow a bullet. Only made it way to make it worse would be to be forced to read a book. How are you coping while pretending to be sober right now? That is from Paul Walkoff HBP. Um, well, first and first and foremost, I'm having a real hard time with this season of ballers. I think I have maybe four episodes left, and which have disappeared from the downstairs. Isn't that weird? DVR. Yeah, it's on one DVR and not the other for some reason. Maybe it showed back up. Maybe it was a software glitch. But we, I think we can all agree that Dwayne. The Rock Johnson is one of the five greatest living Americans. He is. Well, tell you what, if he can make that show Ballers highly watchable, he he can pretty much do anything. It's pretty bad. He could probably do like neurosurgery. And I liked that it was kind of bad, but there's two things that have happened this season. One, they brought on Russell Brandt, the British comedian. You know, it's just brand, right? Whatever. (laughs) I I find him so objectionable in everything he does. I just cannot. I just he's. I can't watch. Two, B. I have watched at least five episodes this season, and I'm pretty sure I have not seen even one titty. Really? And these are the kinds of things I want to see: huh. boobs and no Russell Brandt. So I'm having a hard time it, getting it's through. It's essentially uh, Entourage, right? Like it's the same style. Of yeah, show. but it's not like as douchey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I watched one episode douchey. because yeah. I felt Still like has some of the bad. sickest yeah. writing on TV, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So you're not, you're not and a fan of it? I enjoy, I, I even enjoyed that Skyscraper movie with The Rock. Yeah. I love The yeah. Rock, but I, I got one episode of yeah. The Ballers and realized this is never good. I mean, he's an ex-player. He's in the financial game now. He's fucking super yoked. He has the best suits ever, and he rolls with that Rob Corddry. Three-piece suits. And mm-hmm. But they really they really have taken a turn this season because it's a they've ta- they're, they've bought like an action sports management slash network company. And it's a it's not a great look for the show. They're very out of touch with that community, obviously. Yeah, they should have just stuck to the NFL. Yeah, plus Russell Brandt is on there. And then occasionally you'll get Terrell Suggs, T-Sizzle show up. Or like this mm-hmm. season they have Kelly Slater. And it's like, okay, we get it. Nigel Houston. Jay, yeah, Nigel Houston. Um, Jay Glazer shows up. It's just, it's not great. It's kind of a bummer. And I'm not pretending to be sober. I had wine this weekend, but that was my oh, first. You just had wine? Well, I had a few drinks this weekend. You had wine, you had whiskey, and you had beers. Okay. The point is, is that I had not had any drinks. I was sober for the entire month of September. Also, now Brian's wasted off three whiskeys. Yeah, I was a little drunk. That's, that's, yeah. that's a Good yeah. thing that you don't need to drink and hung o- and hung over yeah. the next day. I, pl- I played some golf with some mates on Friday night and decided to break my my drinking fast. Mm-hmm. And I had one drink at the golf course, an old fashioned, delicious, mm-hmm. one of the greatest cocktails, sure. maybe the greatest cocktail ever invented. And I was like buzzed. I had one drink and I was yeah, feeling great. Uh, yeah, you were my tolerance indeed. is down. It's great. Oh, and look at look here. 
there's one more email that we need to get to. Who's that loud cover? the song that song first of all i hate the word come oh comer so, ew, coming ew, all stop. of it it's gross stop. <laughs> it's a great uh brad in new york uh well i don't know if this is in your fancy pop this week kate but this is a big story a lot of people were reaching out mm. this week because sure. This might have been the most we've ever gotten of the same yeah, story. Because he wrote to the show, as we've made clear, we mm-hmm. are in discussions to become Juggalos. We want to go yeah, to the ga- We're the Juggalo podcast. Yeah, That's a hundred percent. We want to go true. to the we want to go to the gathering. We want we want to drink Fago. Yeah. We want Fago. Yeah. The whole the whole All deal. of it. We're 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 hundred percent with the Juggalos. We support them in every way. This week one of the members of the Insane Clown Posse, Shaggy Two Dope. And I was surprised when I read this story that this was Shaggy Two Dope because it felt more of a Violent J move to me. Exactly. Violence. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I could see Violent J doing that, but not Shaggy Two Dope. But it was, in fact, Shaggy Two Dope who attempted to drop kick Fred Durst, who for some reason was on a stage performing. That's weird. Why was that happening? <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of question marks that that video didn't answer. They're like, oh, um, Shaggy Tudo, or member, I saw see the headline, member of Insane Clown Posse attacks Fred Durst. And I was like, oh, on some golf course or like at a strip but club? Apparently like, they've had some ongoing beef for like two decades. Really? They're, yeah. They're not buddies. Now, I gotta, I'm going to be honest. While I am the biggest the biggest fan of Insane Cloud Posse. I'm not really sure which one Shaggy Two Dope is. And now I know Shaggy Two Dope's the other one. So Violent J, he's the main one, the fat one. He's Guy Fieri. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yes, that's that's it, yes. He's the, yeah, he's usually got the bleached hair. Shaggy's got a shaved head. Yeah. At least yes. lately he does. Yes, yeah. So I guess lip, um, Limp Bizkit's infamous Fred Durst yes. was performing a cover of Faith. Oh, that's his, that's his, one of his hits. Why would but, he be covering but, his Well, hit? because it is a cover, but it's, uh, it's, he covers the iconic, Shaggy's, like George Michael, the iconic George Michael song. <laughs> he does? Yeah. R.I.P. That's a dope song. R.I.P. George So Michael, here's what way. happened. Shaggy. What a talent. It's totally. Yeah. Shaggy stormed the stage and attempted to like kick or round yeah. house Durst it in the was, head. It was kind of an epic but fail. He, but he misses and then Durst responds, what a pussy. Couldn't even pull it off. Well, I, I kind of got aside with Durst here because- Durst did not even see him coming. It was a free fucking kick. And then I and guess missed. I guess a bunch of security stormed the stage to grab Shaggy. And then Durst is like, it's one guy. Calm down. It's one guy. Which yeah. is kind of funny. Yeah. Now, I, I, when you, like you said, I'm fully a juggler and waiting. Of course. But 
I got to say the way Durst handled it was pretty cool. The guy just whiffed behind him and he kind of like looked backwards. Yeah, and he just kept on going. And then just, just, just kept, kept on, on going. That's kept pretty, on doing his bad song. Pretty boss move. Uh, but that now, all that being said. He had lyrics to get out. All that being said. Between the two of these gentlemen, if these two were to be performing intercourse and they were to be finishing, finalizing their intercourse, of the two, Ed Daly, Shaggy Two Dope, or Fred Durst, who's the loud comer? I got to tell you, I think Shaggy Two Dope is a very respectful lover. I think Durst is making it a lot about himself and screaming and stuff. I'm 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 gonna say Durst is the loudest. I gotta agree with you. Shaggy Two Dope is kind of like the teller of ICP, where Violent J does all the talking. And yeah, Shaggy Two Dope's not a mute like Teller. He will talk, but he he prime. I mean, he's a rapper, but he primarily lets. Violent J speak for the band from what I've seen. So I would also say Fred Durst, likely the louder comer of the two. Kate McManus, you love talking about who comes loudly. Who would you say would be the louder comer of the I'm Shaggy also going to go with Fred. Fred Durst. Interesting. Yeah. And I feel it's like he wouldn't look his lover in the eye oh, too he? because he um, would thinks he? too much of himself. Wow. Like he, would he, he take he off like the sideways red hat? Play some ego games with you. Yeah, does he... He would sex you with he's, his camo bucket Because he's concerned hat on, about his baldness. He would have a bucket hat on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he doesn't do the sideways <laughs> red this hat one, he had, a, he had a bucket hat on. He might not be doing the red hat anymore. A uh, little fun fact. Did you know that both of their names are Joseph? Oh, no, I didn't. Violent J, Joseph Bruce. Oh. Shaggy Two Dope, Joseph Utzler. Shut up. Wow. Whoa, Shaggy Two Dope, also known as Tangle Joe, oh, wow. Guy Gorfi, Guido. Gotta have a lot of names. Well, because Guy Fieri was taken. Yeah, gotta have a lot of names. Hammed, Hammed Burgla. Oh, yeah, Hammed Burgla. <laughs> Gold D, Full Clip, Mr. Club. Mr. Club? Nope. I bet nobody's <laughs> called him Mr. Club. Mr. Club? That's, that's like that's such a horse shit. That's like, like Mr. Worldwide. He tried to get Mr. Club going, but yeah, it didn't yeah, take off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, give it up for Mr. Club. Uh Southwest Strangler. That sounds like maybe just a straight up criminal <laughs> name. Yeah, like maybe he's wanted. I don't like that one. Maybe the, yeah. maybe the cops that are working the Southwest <laughs> Strangler beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so, he's, he's like somebody you know, gonna change my rap yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a there's a cork board in a Tempe police station that's like, hey, we're, we've triangulated it, right. and I think ch- these murders. He are changed his from name the- and started wearing face paint <laughs> as a disguise. Bazooka, Bazooka Joey. Now, like that's too close to just Bazooka yeah. Joe, who is a shitty Joey. comic and the worst gum. Yeah, yeah, really. It goes hard gum. so it quick. Lasted, it lasted like less than yeah. five seconds. I'm, an, I I'm like anti gum, and I feel well, like Bazooka could, Joe is part of the reason. People have probably choked and died on that gum. For sure. Now, the the most uh, startling nickname of There's all more? the final one. There's the final one Stretch Nuts. <laughs> I would have gone with that one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
He's only he's only forty three, by the way. <laughs> oh well, he looks youthful. This, oh, his birthday is so coming some, up. We should get him that, something. That, some good his birthday is next can week. Do for you. That clown, that clown <laughs> makeup is very moisturizing. Mm-hmm. His birthday's Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, Shaggy Two, the Southwest Strangler. Stretch nuts. <laughs> Stretch nuts. <laughs> But not Mr. Club. <laughs> from the club. Uh, All right. Um, uh, before I get into the news. Oh, yep. Oh, were you not done? No, I'm done. Okay, before we get into the news, mm. we have a couple of new patrons. Oh, yes. Oh. We, we lost a patron. A couple new heroes. That happens. Yeah, it happens. They come and go. But you know That's what? Right. Yeah. We got a couple of new ones. Oh, yeah. Um, Nate. What's up, Nate? You didn't put your last name, so we're yeah. going to call you Nate Dog. What up, Nate? Once had a car stolen by a guy named Nate, but I'm guessing this is Different not Thank Nate you, Tatum Thank from you, Nate Maryland. Um, and then um, Ernie, a.k.a. Coach Solo. Oh, Coach Solo. He's welcome, a good dude. Welcome Hero. to Coach Hero. Uh, Coach Solo's been supposed to send me a, uh, a, a Florida Gators workout that he swears by. Welcome I'm, to the Patreon. I'm ready to change up my fam. program, Coach. High five, send you me guys. That, send me that Gator workout. You guys rock. I don't want any, any yeah. Aaron Hernandez shit in there, though. <laughs> yeah, this is what we do. We do a whole bunch of angel dust and murder. <laughs> yeah, you, gets you, gets you in such good shape. You never, yeah. you never really see fat people on angel dust. Like that's they're usually true. really ripped. Really, well, yoked. they have a lot of energy. Yeah, that's true. They do a lot of running. Uh, okay, Kate. Um, okay, let's get into this. Hold on. That is not an easy one to say. My guy. I like that end part. Yeah. Nice. My guy writes a bill. The, he's the, channeling Jack Wagner. Yeah, he really threw it down. Okay, Kate. What um, is going on in the I world of some, pop culture? I what is some, happening fans? I got pop? some good news for you. Tupac Shakur, not dead. Alive and well in heard, Malaysia. Oh. heard something about this. Suge Knight's son, Suge J. Knight, is claiming that Shakur has, has secretly been living in Malaysia and that someone is trying to prevent that information from yeah. getting out. Yeah. Well, so it came from a credible source. Yeah. So Suge Knight Jr. You can't really shoot holes through that. Yeah. So, okay. Just, so what, he thinks that so, think he also thinks that someone's coming Malaysia. after him from He's, trying to expose the truth. He said, um, he wants everyone to know a, he's not on drugs and B, um, it was self-defense. If something happens to him. Oh, Suge Knight Jr. Yeah. It was self-defense. He says he has assembled a team to help him prove that Shakur is hanging around in Southeast Asia oh, and refusing to teams. change his physical appearance in any way. So he's oh. just living in, living his well, life. Somebody would be able to take a out picture. in the open. Do you think Tupac is like? I mean, what what is the draw? Just the Burj Khalifa? Like, yeah. what is he doing? What's what what pops off in Malaysia? Kate, have you been to Malaysia? I have indeed. Yeah, and what's what would he be doing there? Like, going to the beach? Uh, no, true. No, no, clue. it's a weird choice of country to, to settle in. Is it? Yeah. A little bit. Oh, interesting. They, their hip hop scene isn't so great. 
Um, I'm going to go with no, but it is, but I don't know for sure. It is a retirement. Like you could retire and live very well there because yeah, well anywhere, anywhere in in that part of the world. So the, the cost of living is very low and you can be located. Let's hope that Suge J Knight um, gets to the bottom of this. Now Suge J Knight, he's named after his father, Suge Knight, but that's a nickname. Suge Knight's name is Marion. So does that mean he had named his kid Marion? Because you don't do if you're named Marion, you don't name your kid Marion. And then he would technically not be a junior. No, he wouldn't. If he's Suge, he's just Suge. If he's Suge Knight, then he'd actually be the only person named. That's Shug right, Knight, not Junior. Suge Knight is Marion. That's something we need to get to the bottom of. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on? Um, we got some good parenting tips from Cardi B. Oh, she says that her mom raised her very strictly. She wasn't allowed to go out as often as she wanted, but she said that she was very rebellious. And if her mom hadn't have been so strict, she would have joined a gang or got her face cut up or be a teenage mom or become a stripper. Right. So she is not going to let her daughter, Culture, so three, culture Kiali, yeah. Yeah. who's three months old, have any sleepovers. She said um, she's going to tell her, like, you can have whatever you want, but you can't do whatever you want, which sounds like a solid plan. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Sounds like lyrics. Yeah, maybe, that's, maybe there's a song in that. You could have anything you want, but you can't do anything you want. I'm not sure if saying you can have anything you want to a kid is like good is a good plan. So I remember seeing something about Dwayne Wade. I think this was when he was still married to his first wife and how he was like on like Christmas and birthdays. He didn't really celebrate with his kids. And instead on Christmas, he would take his kids to like do charity work. Yeah. And because he was like, look, you're rich. Like you get all the Xboxes, mm-hmm. you got all the shit you need, you get all the shoes. I think that's a good plan. You got a great life. Like you don't need Christmas. Let's go take care of some people that do need Christmas. Very cool. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. I think we're gonna do that this year. Oh no, but you we're not rich. You have everything you want. Yeah. But you get but you Is there are there restrictions well, on like- that or just have anything? Like, does that also apply to angel dust? Good That's question. A good question. That's a good question. Uh, Mom, I want some angel dust. I won't go to a sleepover, but like, I need a pile of yayo can here I get at the some, house. Can I get? Some I won't go to a sleepover because I'm going to do enough angel dust to not sleep for four. And days. not that bullshit synthetic stuff. I want the real stuff. Real shit. The real deal. <laughs> so, okay, moving on. Um, Busy Phillips. I don't know if you heard. She wrote a book. It's coming out. Yeah. She's also got a talk show that's going to start this She's month. She's very popular on Instagram. She's been busy. She has yeah, been. Nice, nice. So apparently in her book, she writes about how when she um, was filming the show Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, in the early 2000s. Which is a great show mm-hmm. with like young James Franco. Great show. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Franco was a fucking bully, Judd she says. Mm-hmm. Those are her words. Um, and that know. during a scene that he freaked out and pushed her to the ground mm-hmm. and screamed in her face mm-hmm. or something. Mm. Sounds to me, well, one, it sounds like somebody's trying to sell some books because this is this is something that they. She claims have that they're out. friends now, yeah, but she exactly. does talk about the incident and how it upset her. But also, and- I think I read something where it was um, 
James Franco's character was well, supposedly. Yeah, he had a discussion with someone about his character's backstory with an abusive father, so he didn't want any physicality like between his touched. girlfriend. And then in yeah. the scene, she, um, I think she hits him in the chest, yeah. and so he freaks out. But he yeah. seems a little like um, slightly yeah. intense. Sounds like he was off. going method, though. Mm. Sounds like he was going method. Sounds like he needs to know. calm the fuck down. I really liked that movie he did about the room. What's that called? Oh, the pick the, the something artist, the disaster artist. Yes, artist. yes, I really like that movie. So I'm My probably memory. I'm probably biased. Um. Okay. But live your truth, Izzy, and don't throw it. people down, even if it's you just think it's method acting. I'm not sure. He, actually, he grabbed her and sc- he grabbed both arms and screamed in her face, in "Don't ever touch me yeah, again!" In a scene. Yeah. No, that was but that he was saying that to her. I mean, if you fucked her up and the cameras weren't rolling, that's one thing. No, it was during the scene. They were acting. I know. Okay, I'm with you. Let's talk about this Elon Musk guy. I want to know how all these tech nerds get hot girlfriends. Is it just because they're rich? He's got a billion, forty billion dollars. Is that it? He's got all the money, all of it. So he now dates this um, singer Grimes. I don't know if you're. I don't think she's hot. She might not be. Well, I haven't a, seen a picture of her lately. Know. She used to be like awful, a little kind of like geeky name. looking yeah. with short, like pink yeah. hair. Yeah. She's good. There's she's only a one cool Grimes, voice though. And that was Homer's she makes nemesis. Cool music. I really enjoyed her. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know if yeah. it was her last album. It was yeah. a while ago. Um, mm, so anyway, she's, she's a little homely. He's announced he plans to take Tesla private at four twenty, four hundred twenty dollars per share. A figure oh, in cho- he chose yeah. in part because he thought his girlfriend Grimes would find it funny. Yeah. But that got him fined by the SEC and he had to re- relinquish his chairmanship because of that. Because mm-hmm. that's insider. Funny joke. Yeah. Hilarious. These guys funny. are all crazy. All these rich guys. They're nuts. You have to be nuts to be that successful. That's all there is to it. Because, yeah, the thing is, if you had $60 million. Yeah. If you somehow got that much money, you'd be like, "Whew! All right, I'm I'm good." Yeah. Um, I didn't but know when he was you're like this guy who needs like just multiple billions. He's he's insane. Yeah, he's nuts. He is nuts. I was just reading that he was um, on the Joe Rogan Experience, which yeah. I didn't realize. And he made headlines after he smoked weed live on air, claiming yeah. I'm not a regular smoker of weed, and that he smokes almost never. Um, he said, I don't actually notice any effect when I smoke weed. I know a lot of people like weed and it's fine, but I don't find it very good for productivity. It's like a cop yeah. of coffee in where, reverse. Where, where, that was a, that was a month ago and it was the biggest story when it happened. I miss that Two, It was discussed here on this show. <laughs> oh, at length. Yeah. Um, Ex- extended. Discussion. Well, you think glad I could money- bring it yeah. up again. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if you have that kind of money, don't you think you could, Hire somebody to teach you how to smile. Yeah. Well, he's a weirdo. I think he's got. I get he's yeah. weird, but why can't he smile? It's a good point. He's got maybe he's got fucked up teeth. He's from South Africa. Okay, but there are people with fucked up teeth who know how to at least right. give a palatable smirk. And also, also he got he got hair implants. Well, he sure did. So he could get new teeth too. So yeah, it doesn't that doesn't really hair, hold water. Hair pl- Implants are yeah. sexy. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's in pain from the plugs. Could be. Could be. He had he have has plug and do psychosis. Like Joe Buck. Possible. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um this Pete Davidson from SNL oh, who's my God. engaged to yeah. Ariana Grande. 
um, joked on the show this weekend about a prenup agreement. Apparently, the couple are close to finalizing or have already finalized their prenuptial agreement, unlike the Biebs and Haley yeah. Baldwin. If I were her, I would need like all the tests run because he does not look healthy. He does not. Um, he looks unhealthy. <laughs> he says, um, obviously I wanted one, you know, so God forbid we split up and then she takes half my sneakers. Um, no, look, yeah. I'm totally comfortable with being with a successful woman. I think it's dope. I live at her place. She pays like 60 grand for rent and all I have to do is stock the fridge. Yeah. It's a lot of money for rent. Yeah. Um, she's rich. Yeah. And then he made some more jokes <laughs> about like, Last night I switched her birth control with Tic Tacs. I believe yeah. in oh, us he took and a lot all, of shit for that, but, but you know, a joke. I just want to make sure that she can't go anywhere. Which no is one funny. thought he was really going to switch her birth so control stupid. for Tic Tacs, and also no one would when, mistake a pill for a Tic Tac. People are right. actual was, idiots. I, I, I wasn't sure how I'd feel about him. I thought he he came across pretty pretty well on uh, on Stern, yeah. just shooting the shit. He seemed pretty regular yeah. in the interview. I think when he's, he's on all his meds, on his, on his good meds mix, he's good. He doesn't look well. He does not. He looks he's jaundiced. Very sk- well, the hair, the hair yeah. is really... He's mm-hmm. very skinny. He's very pale. Yeah. does and not look like he's getting all the nutrients that he needs in his yeah. diet. I mean... Oh, man, let's not, let's not drag the guy because he's pale. I mean, I've heard... <laughs> he's un... Pale-skinned he's people. Un- I mean, unhealthy looking... Uh, okay, what else, Kate? This is my favorite story. Yeah, Shaggy Too Dope <laughs> and Fred Durst. Um, no, Liam Neeson just did a movie, another Western, with um, the Coen brothers, mm. The Ballad oh. of Buster Scruggs. Oh, yeah, I think that's Netflix. Oh, is that Netflix? Yeah. Um, and he said that the wagon horse knew me. Like What? Yeah, what do you mean? Like he's seen your movies? He said, you won't believe it. I'm saying this horse knew me. He actually remembered me from another Western we made a while back. Um, when we worked with him before I took special care of him, I fed him treats, mm-hmm. gave him apples. Um, and and I guess the horse whinnied when he saw him and pawed the ground. So cute. Do you think that horse remembered? That horse remembered him. It remembered Liam Neeson because yeah. that's the only human that horse had ever met with a horse cock. Hey, there's the guy with the bigger I mean, dick. No, I don't think that. Did you? Do you think the horse was like that? I know that guy because that's the only thing no. I've ever seen on this planet with a bigger dick than me. No, I don't think that. You don't think so? No. no. Do, I don't do think you that. think, Kate? You, do you think when the horse saw him, he said, "Hey"? Yeah. Do you? Yes, Kate, I do think you're that. You're a you're a horseman. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do horses? Horses remember people. I think so, yeah. They have personalities. Yeah, They're kind of like they do. dogs. They're super smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really is the best horse joke of all. <laughs> what does the gay horse yeah. eat? It's hey. solid. Hey. I love that's that joke. That's a solid one. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Um, that is that's my it? last that's it for it? relevant oh, piece, of, so good. piece of news that's good, for it's this a week. Show. Yeah. I feel like it's always a long show. I people feel like people really get their um, money slash time. Well, Time's worth. I had to stretch this one out because you were taking a shower. That's true. So I just want to note that when I walked in the door tonight, yeah, you guys were on the topic of 
dongs. Yeah, we were talking about. No, yeah, we're, didn't we're we? talking about, I didn't think we talked we're talking about, about dogs that dude at one. my gym with the donut. I mean, all I heard was some stick. gross, like foreskin yeah, talk, foreskin. and I had to go. Yeah, this guy I saw at the gym. I was in the sauna. I don't want to know, Kate. I don't want to know. I was in a towel. I don't want to know. And some guy walked by. He was in the on deck. I'm gonna circle. go now. And you know how it's all glass into the outside. I'm gonna go. This guy walked by. Gross. And the end of his. The end of his dick. I don't know why you're bullying me like this. It looked like it had an onion ring yeah. hanging from the end of his dick because his, his foreskin yeah. was so wide okay. and loose. Was he at the TGI Friday sampler? He, he dipped it in there? She's, she's taken off her headphones and left. Uh, okay. <laughs> That'll do it for episode 238. Thank you very much for joining us, family. Thank you, Ed Daly, for your fantastic work as always. Thanks to all Kate, of us for all of our delightfulness. Kate McManus, who's a great distance from us in the studio. Love you Thank you, Kate. Okay, don't make a bunch Too of noise. Bad she had to talk about dongs yes, so much. She's, every story with her is dongs, dong this, dong that. Right. You just can't get past it. Uh, so for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 238 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Styles baller, podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports, the culture, and whatever. Plus, you know, there's Kate with a sneeze, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, comers, conundrums, my brothers. Review with some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit, so hot, man, you know the shit's on top, top podcast, man, it really hits the spot, listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Sounds